On this week's episode of the Any Center Podcast, we sit down with a certified badass. Not only is this guy a professional MMA fighter and a professional boxer, but he has done a lot of independent films and has dabbled into comedy as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is my sit down with Chris Bad Boy Haney. But before we get into that, a word from our sponsors. Second episode. I'm here with my good friend Chris Haney. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thank you for for coming on, man. Yes, I sir. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Um, I remember uh, when I first came up with the idea of a podcast. You were probably uh, one of the first two people I hit up. So the fact that you jumped on it without like hesitation, I appreciate that. Right. I appreciate you. Uh thinking about me <laughs> well i mean that so the reason why i thought about you is because you do a lot of shit you're a pro boxer uh fucking pro mma yep and you're a comedian you're an actor so my whole central point of the podcast is to try to reach to people that are doing you know their own thing and creating their own paths so when i thought of that concept you came to mind because you have so many different roads that you could take so, how, why, and where the fuck did you start with MMA? Okay, so, <clears throat> I've, my dad's always <clears throat> had us in sports. We were uh, always very competitive since I was four years old, man. I mean, soccer, wrestling, baseball, football, whatever. I've always been a competitive guy. Yeah, yeah. And I never liked losing. <laughs> so, just throw that out there. Um, so... I've always been into wrestling, football, whatever, sports and all that. It was all good. I, I wasn't the best in any of them, but I was good in all of them. You got brothers and sisters? I have brothers. I have, uh, so I have a Brady Bunch. I have a half-sister who's uh, 20, I mean, I'm 38 now. And then I have a, a half-brother who's 40. Uh-huh. And then I have a brother who's 27, yeah, and yeah. I'm 31, so 27 he is four years younger than me. And then I have two stepbrothers that are 27 and 28. So, uh, pretty much growing up, it was always me and my younger brother, Andrew, who was 27, no matter what, from day one. And then uh, my stepbrothers came around when we were about, um, I was going into high school and they were like in, I don't know what that makes them, like sixth grade or something like that. So, um, they were always around the same age, so they were very competitive with each other, but we were just a very competitive family, even my stepbrothers and all. So... And, you know, I mean, I love my stepbrothers and all, but it was always a battle. You know, I always wanted me and my brother to be better than my stepbrother. So it was kind of like the skins versus the shirts all the time. Always. Now, Did you win? Me and my brother won most of the time. Really? And they were older? Uh, No, they're they're older than him, but they were younger than me. Okay. Um, We were a little more competitive. I don't know. We just, we were a little better and everything. So you got into all these sports and when you were younger, you were really physical. How did... At what age did you get in like the octagon? Or so when I was 20 years old, my dad introduced me to an MMA gym because when high school came along, I was still doing my sports, but I started hanging around with the wrong people. Yeah, I love to cause trouble also. I, I, I was an adrenaline rush kind of guy. That's what it is. More than competitive, I'm adrenaline rush. I like that excitement. Uh-huh. I was causing trouble. Yeah, yeah. I joined a gang and I didn't even need to. I looked for it. <laughs> it's crazy. Like uh-huh. I looked for a gang to join because I wanted that. Like I don't know. So um, hanging with the wrong dudes, always trying to be the best in everything, the best gang bangers. Crazy. And, Did uh, you win any awards? Uh, yeah, I got a year <laughs> a year in the penitentiary. <laughs> I won that. I won a year in the penitentiary. Uh, and uh, that really changed my mind on everything, you know, doing a year 
you know, it's nothing compared to some people doing 20 years, yeah. but I don't care. One, two days in, in, in jail is more than enough. Yeah, you yeah. just, you don't do anybody any good in jail. So when I got out, I was on parole and all trying to straighten out my, my, my act. And uh, my dad introduced me to an MMA gym. He just started training there just for cardio and like strength and conditioning. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, they do the, the cage fighting. I'm like, what? The, they fight in the cage, like for real, for real? And he's like, yeah. yeah have you seen that before though? Have no, only that? on TV, only on TV. And you see it? And I've never really, I, I never knew how. You didn't pay no mind? No, yeah. You know, like, oh, they fought, cool, I watched it, that's awesome. I never thought like, oh, it's something I can do. Yeah. Of course, I sat on my couch, you know, maybe with a beer or something like, hey, I can do that. But yeah. never really. Actively like, yeah. wanted to do it. And then my dad just said that he was at there. I'm like, oh, I got to go. Man, I went that first day and I got my ass kicked, dude, by everybody. I'm talking about even the girls. You didn't even train? You just went to straight into getting your ass kicked? I just kicked? went. I mean, it was practice, but yeah, they were beating on me, you know? <laughs> I you thought I was... A, like, because it was sparring, right? Was it was, that yeah, we, 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 we rolled in practice first and then we sparred afterwards. And I thought... I thought I was a tough guy, and I thought I knew how to fight because I won a because lot of street fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to ask that. But, you know, I did a lot of wrestling, street fighting kind of thing, take them to the ground uh, and beat them up. But then they started doing all that technical shit. Man, the they putting the arm bars on people, yeah. putting you yeah. in chokes. You think you're going to die? I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> I didn't know this was possible. Like, <laughs> you could kill somebody in, yeah. like, multiple ways. So... Man, I had, to, I had to know it. I got beat up by everybody, and I loved it. And I was like, I'll be back tomorrow. You liked I, getting your ass kicked? I loved it. And it just it amazed me that somebody can do that to me, and it looked like they put no effort into it. And then it reminded me, like, man, Chris, you don't know how to fight. You think you know how to fight, but you don't know how to fight. <laughs> so, uh, man, I joined that, and, and man, first day got me, and I never stopped. I just had to. Where did the name Bad Boy come from? So uh, my coach gave me the name Bad Boy just because he knew when I came in there, my coach was a down-to-earth guy, but he knew my story. I uh -huh. told him I just got out of jail, gang-banging and all, but I was a very good wrestler. So I went in there, and I was a little guy. I only weighed 127 pounds when I was 20 years old joining, and uh, no grown man should weigh 127 pounds, okay? Uh -huh. <laughs> but I did, and, uh, but I was very strong for it. And then my brother came, who I told you about, and uh, they used to call us the Diaz brothers, who are uh, really badass yeah. fighters, and they're bad, man. Yeah. I watched them, and when I was getting prepared for this sit-down, I thought about you and your brother, because I know he does MMA too. If I had to compare you guys to anybody, it would be the Diaz brothers. And right away, we got compared to them. And, and I really, I knew who they were, but I didn't really know who they were. And yeah. then when I had to start watching and paying attention, and I fell in love with those guys. Now, let me tell you, I'm not as bad as them. I'm sorry, but oh them God. guys, dude, they do, like, triathlons and stuff, yeah. like, for fun. I mean, who does that for fun? They're like, these guys are crazy. And they'll be smoking right before and everything. It doesn't phase them. I love those guys, dude. Who's your it's favorite insane. out of the two? So uh, Nate Diaz is my favorite, the younger brother. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. he's yeah, he's the baby. He's, you know, he's, and uh, when I started, Nick was kind of past his prime, kind of thing. But Nate, uh -huh. man, dude, the, the, the he's shit talking and then bro. going in there and backing it up is insane. He's like the Mexican Stone Cold Steve Austin. Dude, I love that guy. <laughs> So, uh, so that's why they called us, you know, so we, we were like them and we were kind of the bad ones. Me and my brother, we were, we were just dogs in there, man. We didn't yeah. care if we was getting beat up or do was tougher. We never gave up. Uh -huh. We were dogs. There was no, there was no quitting us. And that's where I got the bad boy from and stuff. Um, so I, I've been knowing you for a few years now and every time we, we talk and you, you get into these events, um, you always say short notice or, you know, how often do you get these short notice fights? So I get these short notice fights all the time now, about 
Okay, I get offered a, a, a fight probably every month, sometimes twice a month. Boxing or MMA, I get offered. I turned a lot of them down because I'm not ready or if I have a contract already signed for another one, you know, that's, you know, I can't do it. But I get offered all the time. And what happened was in MMA, I, I fought and then uh, my very first amateur fight. So I've only fought one time. I won in like 30 seconds. You know, it was no, it was, it wasn't really a fight. I choked yeah. them out. The next day I get a call or my coach gets a call and they want the Diaz brothers is what they called us. <laughs> it's like, yeah, those Diaz brothers that you got on your team. Uh, and he's like, oh yeah, the, yeah, those Puerto Rican ones. And he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, well, they fight for me. Well, we fought on a Friday and then they wanted us to fight again on a Tuesday. Uh, and it's like, we just fought. So we, and we, we got the call maybe like on a Saturday. Did you really fight? That shit was like 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So you know what? No, I didn't really fight. But that wasn't even, it was, my coach is like, hey, those are, they, they want you to fight on Tuesday or whatever. And I'm like, dude, yes. Yeah. There's no question about it. Like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> I, dude, getting in the cage is, is a feeling that you can't explain. Uh -huh. At first, there was no, no nervousness at all. I was just too excited. I was a bad boy. Yeah. Um, as the career went on, you know, you started fighting better people. You're really trying to put on a show. You get a little nervous, but yeah. but the feeling of getting in the cage is like unexplainable. So, man, they offered me another fight. Me and my brother took that shit on on a you know few day notice, wow. and uh, I fought a dude that was seven and zero, um, Joey Deal, and uh, he was the star. He was all over the posters and all. I went in there and I was like, I don't know if I should have did this. Like, uh -huh. who am I? Who am I fighting? Hey, you know, who you didn't know him? No, I didn't know him. I didn't know anybody. I didn't <laughs> so care. You said man. yes. Yes, right away, name. man. And we're not even getting paid as amateurs. Uh -huh. Like, this is we're not even getting paid. We just doing it to do it. It's for yeah. fun. And I just took it. But I went in there and uh -huh. I started seeing him all over the thing. And he was. We were the main event yeah, and all yeah, this. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. Well, uh, you didn't get paid for a main event. No. Not as an amateur. As an amateur, you can't get paid, but um, you can make money off your ticket sales. Okay. So if you sell enough tickets, you make money, a percentage. Well, in three days, I can't sell very many tickets, so I didn't really make any money. Yeah. But I put a name out there because we were main event, second MMA fight. I've only been training for two months before we had our first fight. Yeah. Well, I was like, coach, I'm not here to practice. I'm here to fight. Like, yeah. what's up? Like, let's fight. So I uh, went in there, man, and we went three rounds, and I beat this dude's ass for three rounds, dude. And he was the main Main event, attraction. undefeated, from a team called Jeff, uh, Curran, Team Curran. They're, they're top-level guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I beat him, and, and bro, uh, uh, people saw it, and they seen it. And next thing you know, it was like, call Chris, call Chris, call Chris. And you know what? When you, you know what, what happens with the short notice fights is you get good opponents and you get good pay. Now that I'm pro, yeah. what happens is, you know, hey, I need you in a week. Oh. You need me then. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really need me. How much do you need me? Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, that dude's good. How much do you need me? Like, eh, man. <laughs> so you're at the, you, are, are you at a position, I mean, you're, you're not fucking top top, but are you at a position where you can negotiate? Like, hey, I'm, how much do you need me? I do a lot of negotiating now. Now, yeah. I do have a manager and a coach yeah, that, yeah. that does negotiating. I thought I negotiated. You know, one time I thought I negotiated. And then my coach came back and he's like, bro, I got you another $1,000. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I love you, coach. What? Uh, so he handles my business from now on. But yeah. but they do. They message me first and ask. And I'm like, man, what are you offering? And, you know, oh, $1,000. Oh, man, I don't really fight for less than $1,500. See what they, you know, yeah. see what they shoot me. See how bad I need money that month, you know? Yeah. If I'm really desperate, all right. But I always try to get a little farther. And if you look at the opponent and yeah, you look yeah. how desperate they are, I'm in. I'm in a spot to negotiate. Uh, so with you taking short notice uh, fights, like you said, sometimes you get good opponents. Um, how do you prepare for a, a short notice fight? Do you look at your opponent's types? I have one style. 
and it's attack. I, you know what? It's it's hard. I used to try to study opponents. Yeah. Man, when when that whistle blew or that bell rang and it was time to go, yeah. I forgot everything that I said I was gonna do, yeah. and I just turned into an animal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not stupid. Are you strategic I, with your approach? At at, at, a, at a certain point, like what do you mean? Like you're going in there for attack, right? But are you figuring out as you're going how am I gonna attack them? Where you're like, I'm gonna fucking just. First 30 seconds to a minute is just go in there and try to knock him the hell out, get paid, and be done. That is the goal. Uh After the first couple minutes, it slows down kind of uh, quick, and then that's when you start to study your opponent. Uh I'm not not the, you know, I don't have tons of of moves and all. I know what I'm good at, and I stick with it. I'm unorthodox. Boxing coaches don't like me. They're like, Chris, that's not right. Yeah, but it works. And and it, it drives them nuts. Because it shouldn't work, but it does. That's just my style. And it throws really good boxers off uh, or really good MMA fighters off because you're not supposed to do that. So they weren't expecting it. So it works for me. But I do have, you know, so I'll be like, okay, you know, he's looking for a lot of headshots. So I will go to the body. Oh, I threw a right hand. So, and he blocked like this. So I'm going to fake a right hand and throw a left. So I do have some kind of strategy to yeah, it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's not the prettiest sometimes. <laughs> it's just, it's just fight, you know, it's just fight. <laughs> You say you just go all out. I picture myself going, I'm fucking doing windmills. I'm just so uh, <laughs> aiming, aiming for the balls. I'm just in the whatever. That's, just, that's what my first day of training was like, man. <laughs> I, my my uh, brother got some video of it. And I was like, what? I look like a grandma throwing punches. This shit wasn't right at all. It's like, Chris, you're not, dude, you didn't throw oh one proper God. punch. I'm like, man, I didn't know. No good form. No, not at all, man. I didn't know. But uh, if you watch the Diaz fight, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of like a Nate Diaz. He's, he's a little different, but he fr- it freaking works for him. He's just like slapping and just throwing his hand out there. And yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like much power, but he's hurting people. Yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of like that, you know? He's my spirit animal. He's your spirit animal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's what I want to be like when I grow up. Oh, I hear you, man. I hear you. What's on Bad Boys playlist when you're working out or you're getting ready for a fight? Like, what is a song that you don't you don't do you have like a go to? Oh man, to uh, nah, I couldn't even I couldn't even name what I listened to. I'm all over the place. Like, man, when I first started, it was like I had just got done with the rap. You know, my little gang years and really? stuff. So you I don't was all to rap, rap anymore. So I didn't. Uh-huh. And when I started MMA, it was more like a rock. My dad got me stuck on like okay. a, like. Um, Five Finger Death Punch and, and, and some of these guys. And uh, I was really getting into that. And then I broke free of that and got back into my rap. There's just some rap songs. Now, the one that I come out to most is... Um, what do I come out to now? I, I come out to um, uh, No Church in the Wild by Jay-Z and uh, Kanye Jay-Z West. And Kanye, yeah. I came out one time to it against an undefeated guy in Indiana. Main uh. event. He just beat one of our guys. Uh, he's he's a bad motherfucker. I went out there, bro, and I beat him in 30 seconds. Came out there, had this plan in my head. He a wrestler. Was that the one that you fought on a Friday? No. No. It wasn't? No. Okay. No, but I, I might have fought him on a Friday, though. <laughs> it might have been a Friday, but it wasn't that one. It was a pro fight. Actually, it's the, you know, in, uh, the Henry versus Haney one. Ah, okay. So yeah. I took that fight, short notice, about two weeks. I mean, usually they say you want about two months training camp yeah. for, to learn your guy. I took that shit on like two weeks. 
And, uh, you know, you just try to stay in the gym as much as you can so that you're always prepared and ready. Went out there, had a had an idea that I'm going to throw a flying knee for some reason, and I threw it, and it freaking landed. And I hit him with a right hand, and he didn't know what to do, and I choked him out. He went to sleep in like 30 seconds. And that's the song I was listening to, so I stuck with that song for a while. I was like, this is my song. I'm like, amazed got- at the fact that you're just fucking sitting here and just talking to me about it. Like, yeah, I just choked the guy. He just went to sleep. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He was just sleeping. Like I could have killed him if the ref didn't stop it. You know, like he was close <laughs> to dying. But uh, that that was a good one, man. I won't forget that one. But uh, and then so I, I kind of stuck with the rap though, and uh, I'm all over the place, man. I could listen to it. it's more about the beat than anything. Kind of okay. It's like the vibe, whatever vibe you're feeling. Yeah, in. it's it's strange. Um, so has there ever been a fight or a moment in your in your career, either or? Um, where you get in the ring, right, or short notice or planned or whatever, and you get hit and you're like, fuck, why did I take this fight? One time, my very first boxing match. Uh-huh. So I never had a, because I already went pro as an MMA fighter, never planned on boxing. Boxing wasn't my thing. I was a wrestler. So I went pro boxing without any amateur fights. So my very first pro fight ever was against this Russian dude named Ivan Banakarich or Nakachik or something. And uh, this dude, man, I don't even know how to explain it. So I get over there. They tell me he's O and O. This is his pro debut. Oh, shit. I look him up online. I can't find nothing about this guy. I don't even know how to look at people in Russia. Like, I don't know did what the... Have, did you check his Facebook? Did he have a Facebook? He didn't have a Facebook. <laughs> I don't know what the Russian version of Facebook is, but, like, he didn't have nothing. There was nothing on this guy. And I'm like, all right. I look at him, and he got, like, a strong body look, but not not swole. He had, like, the six-pack that, like, looked like a belly. Like, I don't know how to explain. It looked like he lived on a farm, maybe, or something. Like, I don't know. I'm like, this dude ain't scary at all, though. I got this guy. So we went there and um, man, see, I'm the bad boy. So what I do is I like to I like to put on a show. Win or lose, it don't matter, man. People love me because I put on a show. I talk shit to an extent. Not not to a bad extent, but yeah. to an extent. I get in people's face. I laugh. I, I talk to them in the fight. I wave them on. I you know, I I, yeah, I yeah. smile at them. Well, this guy standing in the corner before the fight, I always give them a serious look like, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't have took this fight against me. Uh, you fucked up. Uh-huh. Well, I was giving him that look and I was walking back and forth and I was giving him the look in that corner and I was like, dude, you fucked up. How was he and he looked at me with these eyes, bro. Like, I don't even know. He looked at me and, and I, I, I felt it right away. He, he like pierced you know, into my soul. You know what? Bro, I fucked up. He gave me the look like, nah. He knew. He knew what I was saying. But he looked at me and he said, nah, you fucked up. He translated that shit. And I knew it. I looked at him and I looked at my corner and I'm like, dude, did I fuck up? I don't know. This guy don't look scared at all. Did you look at your corner while you were looking at him and say that? Bro, I, I looked at my corner. Now, I didn't say it, but they, they saw it in my eyes, too. I looked at my brother, and he kind of gave me a scared oh, nod. Man. Like, my brother looked scared, and he looked at me, and he's like, no, no hey, you got this, Chris. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking die. Uh, so we went out there, man, and um, sure enough, bro, he that first punch he threw, he landed, man, right in the temple. I went straight down, dude. But I, I'm no bitch. I'm nah, I'm you not staying down. down. I went one punch? one punch. I got it on video and everything, was bro. Was it a counter? It was no. He came in and he just attacked. <laughs> Remember I told you I attacked? <laughs> no. Nah. That motherfucker came in and he attacked. Man, I went down Ooh. and uh 
it was down where I was like, bro, I was messed up and I was trying to like get up and you can tell my arms were like not working like my head or my mind was telling it to work. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm looking in my corner and I'm sure my eyes are far white as hell and I'm looking there and I, I, my tongue is numb. I was hit so damn hard that my tongue is numb. I don't even know why my tongue is numb. I don't know what part of the brain is connected to that tongue, but that shit got hit. My tongue was numb. Man, I looked at my corner and I'm like, all right, they, they looking at me, man. They're telling me to get up. And I'm like, fuck, man. So I got up. Man, whew. I looked at him and I was like, all right, I got to attack. So I attacked. We went about another 30 seconds. I put my head down, dude, and I was just raining punches at him, dude. He blocked every single one of these fucking punches I threw. And then he threw a counter and he knocked me out. Again, oh not out cold, God. but I couldn't get up. I couldn't get up. I was doing one of those where you were like, I was trying and my arm would like give up and I'd go face plant, you know, into the into the canvas. Yeah. Hey, man, my corner threw in the, the white towel yeah. right away, bro. I was trying to get up, though, because I didn't want to be a bitch. I was like, man, bro, I got to get up. And yeah. I couldn't. Physically couldn't. Dude, that dude, a month later, a month later. No, no, no. Maybe like three months later. It was a few. I got hit really hard in the head, so I don't remember. <laughs> maybe it was, a, it was like a few months later. I'm watching TV with my brother, uh -huh. Showtime Boxing, on TV. Mm. And sure enough, the main event, fighting for the fucking belt, is Ivan Brockenuckachakakis. <laughs> Or whatever the hell his name, the killer. Okay, the Russian killer is what he is. And he's there fighting for the belt on TV for a, a main event. I just fought that guy three months ago. I was zero and zero. They said this guy never had a pro fight. What the hell is going on? This dude is dude a killer. What was his uh, he, record when you saw him? Uh he was uh seven and zero at that time. So he fought like twice a month. It was ridiculous, bro, because he was knocking everybody out. <laughs> that He fighting for the belt on national TV, yeah. and he knocked dude out in 14 seconds. I was like, I fought that dude, and I lasted 47 seconds. So, like, I'm probably better than that other dude he beat, right? Like, I got, I'm better than him, right? <laughs> Holy shit, that dude was a beast. I'll never forget that one. I got video. I show people I'm not, I'm not like... You know, scared to admit it or so sad or just it happens. This is the sport game. You get hit. I'm I watched that video a hundred times. It is what it is, bro. It's part of the game. I can't believe that I was still conscious getting hit that hard. Like I'll give myself props. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> that man was a bad dude though. Find out later though that he was uh 82 and one as an amateur. Oh shit. yeah, they don't keep track of amateur records though. You can look him up all you want, and you will never find that out. You fought a forty-year-old talking to the ass. talking to the promoter and shit, and this dude had on a almost a hundred amateur fights. That shit is ridiculous. But that's what happened when you take short notice fights. Yeah, they flew me all the way to Baltimore. I'm in Chicago. They flew me all the way to Baltimore. I took this fight on like five day notice just because I had all my blood work in, and they know I'm yeah. a gunner and shit. And they're like, "Man, would you got anybody?" Like. My coach is like, well, I got this dude, Chris. I mean, he always <laughs> willing to fight and get paid. What's up? So, uh, man, they flew me all the way to Baltimore. They paid me $2,000 for my first boxing fight, which is good money. Yeah. I don't even get paid that much in most of my MMA fights as a main event yeah, because yeah. I ain't at that level yet. But, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm at a decent level. And, uh, man, they paid for my tickets, paid for my cornerman ticket, food, hotel, everything. I'm like, boxing's where it's at. Man. Getting knocked the fuck out isn't, but boxing's where it's at, dude. This is love. You got flown first class to get your ass kicked. To get my ass kicked and go right back home with $2,000, though. So I wasn't too mad. And uh, so they flew me out a few more times after that, though. And uh, 
I had two draws. The last two ones have been draws, which if you fly me out there on short notice and I fight a hometown guy and it's a draw, yeah, I consider win. it a win. It is what w. it is. But I have to knock him out next time. I got a rematch coming up, actually. October 18th in uh, Maryland, I got a rematch. I'm fighting uh, a cop. We fought just a few months ago, and uh, they called it a draw, which, you know, whatever we want to say. But, hey, but uh, you're going to go in, right? You're oh, finish him. I'm finishing him. I'm taking, I mean, that was without training. Now I'm training. Like, dude, uh-huh. dude, done. And I know he's training too, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it to him, bro. I'm better than him. So, it's talking about that fight, I saw your shorts. Where in the hell did you get it? Because I want to get some Puerto Rican shorts. So, I ordered them online. Oh, you do? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on Amazon, Amazon and all. I'm pretty sure it was Amazon. I just fucking guessed Amazon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, and then they had me fight another Puerto Rican. So, you know, I, I got the Puerto Rican look. Yeah. I played the Puerto Rican role. I love the Puerto Rican role, man. The yeah. girls loved the Puerto Rican role growing up. Yeah, yeah. Dudes thought it was kind of intimidating. Hey, I'm the Hispanic. I love that shit. But I'm also half white. Uh-huh. I know absolutely no Spanish. You look Spanish as hell. Okay, I look it. But so, one of my fights, they got me going against this dude. He, he was another champ at one time. He fought on HBO, I think, yeah, boxing. Yeah. Puerto Rican dude, David Diaz. Hey, man. I saw him come out to weigh-ins in his Puerto Rican shorts. Now, he got some fancy Puerto Rico shorts. Uh-huh. And I had my shorts in my bag that I was going to wear at weigh-ins. And then I seen him pull out his. And I said, oh, hell no, nah, bro. So I pulled out my all-black shorts <laughs> and put those on because I don't need this. Yeah. I don't need this. You don't want to compete. No. You don't compete with and sure shorts. enough, when I got up there, bro, the first thing the promoter said is, all right, we got a bout between the Boricuas. And I'm like, oh, bro, like, it's cool. I'm not yeah, mad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. sure enough, man, we fought. And the whole time they was like, oh, give it up for the Boricuas and Boricuas, Boricuas. Yeah. After the fight, what happens? All the fucking Puerto Ricans come up to me speaking to me in Spanish. All of them speaking to me in Spanish, and I'm like, man, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know Spanish. Yeah. You Puerto though, right? You Puerto Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not Puerto Rican, like, you know. So I, I was like, I was like, nah, he's the real Puerto Rican here. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, so it, it kind of sucked, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, they had me fight another Puerto Rican not too long ago, and I seen, I watched his fights. So he came in Puerto Rican shorts. So I just never even mentioned that I was Puerto Rican. We just, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm Italian. <laughs> But uh, so I love my Puerto Rico shorts, but I gotta watch who I fight when I wear them though. Well, so you're definitely gonna wear them back. But I'm I'm, I'm I'm fighting them in the rematch. I wore them last time, and I'm gonna fight them. I'm, I'm, I'm using them there, but I'm, I'm trying to add to them and all, trying to make them a little more fancy, man. They need fancy shorts in boxing. It's crazy. They got like I don't even know, bro. They just it, they got too much shit on it, man. It's crazy. So we're done with MMA. You're you have a fucking bunch of stories, man. Um, last question for MMA before we move on to acting. How many years do you got left? There's no saying, man. I'm going to fight till I can't fight no more. Yeah? I, it's just, it's in me, man. I just, I, I don't see too many people fighting after 40, 45, really. But, man, I, I don't know. You're going to Jay-Z it? You're going to go into your... I'm going to try. 50s? I'm going to go until my body says no. I, I don't know what else to do, man. I need that. I need that adrenaline rush. I need that thing. Plus, Jump out of an airplane. Plus the money. Um, I'm scared of heights. I, I don't mind getting punched, but I'm fucking scared of heights, dude. You're you're a junk, you're an adrenaline rush. You know? I know, I know. And I said that, and I told my girl, I'm like, let's do it. I told my wife, let's do it. And she said, yeah, let's do it. And I said, what, you really want to do it? <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I don't know, man. Maybe not. Let's go scuba diving <laughs> well, or something. Well, you iFly. You know there's an iFly, right? There's a what? You never heard of iFly? iFly in Rosemont. You been there? Oh no no! Where so, they do the where they they got yeah, the machine or whatever, yeah. right? It's cause it's like that shit look like cool. That don't go very high though, right? I can do that. It goes high enough to where you're gonna shit yourself. Okay, maybe I don't want to do that. And you gotta pay for that. You gotta pay to shit yourself. I mean, you whatever. I guess. I mean, 
You're used to getting your ass kicked sometimes. I, I don't I know why I enjoy that okay so much more. <laughs> but no, it's good. I like the adrenaline rush, though. I like the fear because afterwards is when you really feel like, man, I'm alive. You know, it's, it's crazy. Um, how did you get into acting? Uh, you know, where did that come into play when MMA? You know, I, I, so I was enjoying the acting and all, but I had, a, I mean, the, the MMA. But, you know, in my head when I first started, I'm like, I'm going to be on TV and I'm going to be famous and rich and you know yeah, never yeah. have to do anything else again well reality kicked in real quick with that and so i still do it for fun and all that but i, I don't know man i one day i don't know if i seen somebody that i knew or so, i don't know what did it but i was like man i i can do this uh, and it kicked in like man i remember i said i can do the mma and then, you did. And then i finally did it like yeah, yeah. you know let me look into this yeah. well i did a little bit of searching and i'm like all right man there's classes there's this i mean let's Let's do it. I had no nobody pushing or nobody helping or saying you can do this. It was just one day I was like, as a kid, I was in, in a lot of plays. I enjoyed uh -huh. acting. In real life, I mean, at work, I'm a clown. I was a class clown in school. I'm a clown at work. I like to joke around. I like to act. I like yeah, to play yeah. around. I'm like, I can do this. So let's do this. Uh, so, you, so I just tried it one day. I mean, so, I just, you, so you wanted to, your first thing was, was a gig first or did you get into school? So... I got onto American Greed first. What the hell is American Greed? Yeah, I heard American Greed. I just found out somebody else is in it too. Uh, so it's, um, no, it was a TV show on, man, I can't even tell you what channel it was on though. Not like sci-fi. I don't know what it was. So it's American Greed is always a story about like something that happened. Like with the one I was on, it was about a doctor in California that was selling painkillers. So it's kind of like a reenactment? Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it is. Okay. It's reenactment and explaining their story. Yeah, yeah. And explaining their story about what happened. This one was about a drug uh, doctor that was selling painkillers, and then they had a, a, a undercover go in there and buy it and record it and all that. So I was just a little extra. All you saw was my arms. I was just buying drugs, buying uh -huh. buying painkillers and all. And I was like, man, this is cool. Like, I can see me doing this. And then I was like, but this is not what I see me doing. I see me doing some real shit, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. acting, you know? So then I, I went on and I started looking for classes and, you know, there's a lot of scams out there, man. Ah, uh, nice segue. Nice segue, yeah. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of scams out there. Did you got to be careful. Because that was literally my second question. So I, I, the first one I went to, I don't know, should we be mentioning names? Ah, uh, initials probably, JC. Yeah. yeah. The other one was something to do with a nine. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I went to this one and, you know, they, you know, I went in there and it was one big room and everybody was there and you, they act like it was audition to get signed by an agency. So I'm thinking this is, this is where you got, what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. So I went there and what did they want? They wanted $500. They, oh yeah, you got the look. You just need to practice, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. $500 and we'll get you headshots and this and that. And I'm like, oh man. So I came and I told my wife and she's like, you out your damn mind if you think you spending $500 on this shit. Uh -huh. So I had to, you know, look around and ask and all that. And I was getting a lot of, that's a scam, it's a scam, you know. Yeah. But you did your reviews before you, before you actually. Before I dropped $500, yeah. you know, I mean, it was like, man, $500, like, bro, I need a gig for that. Well, they weren't teaching though. They weren't giving classes so, at all, you know. So what was the $500 going to? 
I guess headshots and portfolio or something. I don't okay. know. I still get messages and emails from them and texts all the time saying, Chris, we know that you were looking or whatever. We could set up appointment for you tonight at seven. And if that doesn't work, just give me a call. We could try to work something out all the time. And I text them back all the time. Like, I'm not interested. You tried to charge me last time. You're still charging? Oh, well, we'd have to talk to somebody else about that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I already have an agent. Yeah, I don't yeah. need you. And then I'll get a call from the same people but a different number in the email. Like, we tried to get a hold of you. I know. You stay getting a hold of me. I know. <laughs> so they still trying. But, you know, I found one in JC. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which was good. I, I, I want to I say that because when I said JC, I didn't explain it. Uh, uh, JC was an acting school that you and I At least we took classes. Now, it was, it was a bit expensive. Oh, um, my God, yeah. It was a bit expensive. Oh. Yeah. Was it worth that much? I'm not sure. I I could I could do with with without. All right, JC. There's courses was commercial print, runaway, acting. Myself, I am not a commercial uh, model. Commercial print. That's not my interest. Could I do it? Possibly. There's a there's always a demographic that that I'll fit in. Runaway, absolutely not. I'm five nine and I'm fucking fat and bald. Seriously? I'm 5'9", I got tattoos all over me. I never meet the, the, the height requirements. Yeah, yeah. There's no point in it. I didn't want to do modeling. I don't want to do modeling. I'll do some, some print ad. I'll do yeah. some commercials, you know, whatever. I think I got a look that, that looks good. But modeling? Nah, I don't do runway. You ever try to, I mean, you know, I, I can't even, when they tell you to just walk normal or something, I can't do <laughs> you it. Overthink you overthink know? it. Yeah, overthink <laughs> things, bro. I was stepping over my own feet, you know, like tripping on my own feet. It was crazy. But they did more of the modeling and, and, and stuff than the acting, than what I needed, you know? That was the problem. And that's why you felt it wasn't worth it. And that's why worth. I felt like it wasn't worth it. Now, the acting classes, though, I learned oh a lot. God, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know a lot. Again, I was like, same with like MMA. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can do it. You just fight. You know what I'm saying? Oh, acting? Oh, yeah, cool. You just act. Just pretend. Nah, it's not that simple. You get there and you learn. There's techniques to this. Yeah. What are they looking for? Where do you got to go? Networking is by far it's the key, biggest. Man. And that's where I met you. Yeah, yeah. The best things that happened from there was networking, yeah. meeting somebody like you, then meeting people that you knew for yeah. bringing me on projects, just throwing my name out there like, hey, I know this guy. And then, you know, and then uh, four-star casting, which is great for Chicago, you yeah, know, just is. extras. Yeah. Okay, it's extras. It don't really go on your resume. It's, you you know. But uh, it could lead to it, though. It like, could lead to it. I mean, you could get a... a One, I loved it because I got to see behind the scenes. I got to see firsthand how it goes down. That was fun. I it, mean, well, yeah, it was fun. Sometimes it was boring, but it was it fun. It depends on what show you were yeah, on, yeah. for sure. You know, some <laughs> shows weren't as fun as others. Yeah, yeah. But, and then, you know, I, I, I starstruck. You're watching these these guys you see on TV all the time just walk past you. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. Normal. Normal as hell. You're like, dude. wedgies like a normal person. Nah, like, yeah. Yeah. And you got a lot of money and you famous and like, dude, like, man, but normal. Yeah. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? I, I was, you know, uh... Starshuck. I was like, dude, this is this is cool, whatever. So you know, and then I was on a uh, one show, Redline. You could catch me on Redline. Yeah, yeah. I was an extra. I I got to a point in my career where you know now I'm getting some speaking lines, some indie films. You know, getting paid a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, trying to do a little more than extra. I I seen that side of it. I'm not really trying to do any more extra. But yeah, a new yeah. show came out in Chicago, Redline. Uh -huh. Now, if it's a new show. I'm gonna try to jump on it. I think. How about that film that just? Uh, they're. I think they're starting a film this week. Candyman. Candyman. Yes. It's called Say, Say My, my name. name. Yep. Say My Name. I got denied an extra spot really? on it. 
Yeah, they, they gave well, me a avail- availability check to be like a neighborhood in the, in the building. The orderly? Is, yeah. that, is that the one? I don't know. It might have been overnight that. Show? O- uh, overnight shoot? Yeah, it was an overnight shoot. Yes. Yeah, and I said, I, I said available. Said available. And they never gave me the booking thing. Well, ma- well punks. <laughs> punk screw that movie maybe you gotta wait until like two days before that's the way they usually do screw it, that man. movie but uh and i got one before that for it too where they were looking for like near neighborhood pedestrians but i don't know if i said yeah because when they said say my name i'm like what the hell is this so, yeah, yeah. but then they said jordan peele and yeah, Kenyon, yeah, yeah. and i'm like jordan peele what yeah i'm in so like redline came out no nobody knew you don't know it's a pilot you don't know what's gonna happen I go in as an extra. They just need some guys moving boxes, you know, whatever. Cool. I go. But the pro- the thing is, new shows, there's always a chance to get bumped or upgraded. What, it's, for uh, pilot season? Like pilot yeah, season. pilots, yeah, yeah, you know, because, yeah. you know, they, they're not quite sure. Nothing's locked in stone on those. Yeah, yeah. So I went there. You know, the chances are slim, but you see it happen. Well, I went there, and I was talking to one of the actors, and uh, they flew him out from L.A. He was only in, I think, in that episode. Uh, he was, like, the main cop. Uh, in the episode or whatever. So uh, we were just talking during the breaks and, uh, you know, I was asking about him. He seen my cauliflower ear and he's like, oh, you fight? And I'm like, yeah, I fight. And he's like, oh, so you're a badass. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't bad come here. Bad boy to be exact. I, like, I don't, I don't no just badass. act like bad a badass. Badass is my brother. I'm, like, I'm bad boy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't just act like a bad boy. Like, I am bad. Like, yeah, yeah. this is for real. I enjoy fighting and stuff. And, you know, we got to talking a little bit. And then they're like, all right, you know, they're ready to, to start the scene again. Well, he goes out there and I watch the director go up to him. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I'll pay attention to everything. I'm trying to be front, you know, first in line. Like, you know, I want to be there. And I seen the director. It's a real nice lady. And uh, she's like, uh, so on this scene, what we're going to do is we're going to have somebody, like, stand behind you. Kind of like like your backup, like your bodyguard. Uh, and he and had she pick. was like, who do you want? And I read her lips, man. I saw what she was saying. I, I saw it. And he looked over, and I swear he looked right for me. Like, he scanned that crowd a little bit, saw me, locked eyes on me. And I winked at him. I was like, you know you want me. And he's like, yeah, I want that guy. I was like, yes! So, they, you know, they brought me up. So, yeah, it was a featured extra? It was a feature extra. They gave yeah. me a little bump on the pay. And then uh, what I got to do was just walk behind them. And then uh, the one cop got in his face, and I got to act like I was going to attack him you know and and it was cool i got my face all over the the, you know some screen time it was nice and that was Was an extra was that the uh, exterior shot yeah we were outside moving and all they had um the dude that plays mickey and shameless Mm. so again i was like man i love this guy in shameless like it was cool i got to act like i was gonna beat his ass you know that was cool so uh you know so Extras is not always a bad thing. I just pick and choose it's which actually, ones are it's, worth it's, it. It's a great way to, to get into the field and actually know. So that way, when you're actually on an indie set or you're doing your own project, you know how to move. You know what you're supposed to do. And you know like all the 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 terms. Yes. Like, yeah, because the first couple times I had no idea what was going on. But now yeah. I feel like an expert. I'm all like, okay, you want me like, well, if, if, if we screw up, you want me to just take a couple seconds and, you know, to give you some yeah, time yeah. and then get right back at it? Or, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm over here giving people advice and shit. Like, it's crazy, you know what I mean? <laughs> Talking about uh, Shameless. Your son was on Shameless, right? So my son was on Shameless. He's uh, uh about to be 11 months in um in a few days. Oh, So, okay. uh we got him signed by Dream Team. I got him signed by Dream Team Talent you're when signed, he was you're uh, over there too. I am. Oh, uh, I, I, I got him signed at four months. I've been seeing Dream Team Talent. And I've been like, oh man, I want to, but am I ready? It's always, you know, I, I auditioned for Great Talent. They called me back for a second audition. They put me in front of that camera, and I froze. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I can't let this happen again. I got to be prepared. So I wasn't sure if I was ready. 
But now my son is just cute as heck, and he don't need, he can't talk. So, yeah. you know, I mean, he ain't going to be any more ready than, than he is right now as a baby. So I reached out to her about if she, if she um, will represent very uh, young talent. And she said she does. And I was like, because he's so cute and always smiling, I think we can do something with him. And then she reached out to me and says, but does his father act? And I said, yeah, I do. And she's like, do you have an agent? And I said, uh, no, I don't. Actually, I was thinking about trying for you. I just, you know, with the way work has been going and I do this fighting, I just wasn't sure if I was ready yet. So she had me come in for an audition and uh, yeah, she signed did, me. You did your monologue? Um, I did my monologue. The, which one? Uh, the, the fighting one? Or no, 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 no. I got this uh, very easy, uh, had this very easy uh, like drama monologue, just okay. talking about like kind of being alone and like how nobody believes in me or trusts me. It's just kind of like... I feel like I have the tough guy look, so I figured I'd hit them with like a sensitive, almost make myself cry kind of thing so that they know, like, yeah. so they can see it. I've changed that now. Okay. I'm back to being a tough guy. It's just, <laughs> it just feels more natural yeah. and all to be like a funnier, tough guy kind of thing. So I did that and, and she signed me and I've had a few auditions. Um, haven't got any, but I just auditioned for, for a co-star role on uh, Empire. Oh, that's um, awesome. and yeah, I saw that. Good luck, man. I yeah, hope you thank get you. It. I appreciate it. I, I hope I get it too. Um, the callback's supposed to be tomorrow, uh -huh. so we'll find out tomorrow. Ooh. Most likely, I'll be crying at the end of the night, but you know, it is what it is. You know <laughs> what they say: for every fifty auditions, you'll land one. Yeah, it's, it, this 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 business is tough. And the thing is, for every no, opens another opportunity. Okay, that's what I see, that. bro. Because before I wrote "Silenced," I auditioned for. Um, it was like a web series. It was like an office type thing, you know, like comedy. And I auditioned for. You ever seen the movie uh, Baby Mamas with Tina Fey? Amy yeah. Pollard? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you know uh, the character Steve Martin plays, where he's like the hippie. Right. Boss, yeah. Yeah. He's real, know? real. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that was kind of like the character that I went in for. And on the script, it said. It asks to write a hoverboard, which I never did. So I bought a, hover, a hoverboard and I trained myself for a week. I'm writing down a, the block, saying my, my lines and whatever. So I, I go in and it was a no. And I was like kind of like down. I mean, yeah. I wasn't depressed, but I was like, fuck it. It sucks. So, who it, who it, likes it being sucks. told no? Dude, I don't horrible. care. I, I go in there thinking they might say no. Most likely they're going to say no. Yeah, yeah. And then if they say no, I'm still like. <laughs> Dude, and it hurt. And it hurt. But I was like, man. But then I thought, like, bro, like, why am I seeking my opportunity make my own and that's how i started you know writing my film and started learning more about other things so every no is not a no bro it's just a, another yes to something else i hear that. that's the way it is and I, and I take everything for experience i learn you know you know every time i come out of an audition i always think back like you know what I should have did this. You know what? I think they were looking for this. Yeah. So you learn, you know, you you, you learn to try to look into it's, it's it more. It's kind of like a, like an argument. Like after you finish arguing with your girl, you walk away you're like, damn it, I should have said this. Exactly. I'm like, Ooh. oh man, I should have. I know. <laughs> On first auditions, I was stuttering and saying stupid nonsense. Oh but uh, then you get a little more comfortable with it. So the experience is great. Then, you know, you meet these people. Like I brought Ryder to an audition. They yeah. wanted, they were looking for a little girl. It didn't matter because he was he, so little. And he got it. And he got it. He got it. He uh, got it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'll be holding that against him till he's like 30 years old. Like, you played as a girl, uh, Sophie. So uh, calm your ass down. You're, saying, but, you're not going to get crazy with me? So I, so I brought him on there. You know what I'm saying? I did an audition. I just brought him for his audition or yeah. whatever. And then it was at O'Connor Casting. I came for an audition and the lady's like, I know you. 
Have I seen you before? Have you been here before? And I'm like, uh, oh yeah, I brought my son here one time. And she's like, oh yeah, the the boy, right? Uh, the played like a, the play uh, played as a girl. And I'm like, oh yeah, you do remember. Like you're not just saying it, you remember. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, she remembers me now. I didn't get the role that I auditioned for, but at least she, she remembers me. Yeah. Now I know, like you know, she was very nice to me that time. Like, yeah. so I feel like you know, every time I go there, she remember. You know, oh, I do a little better, or you know what? Maybe he is ready, or look how determined he is. Whatever, I don't know. So yeah. I just met a new lady this time. You know that that does the casting for Empire. So I mean. Nothing's ever a, a loss, you know yeah. what I'm saying? There's always a positive to bring out of something. And you always end up meeting new people. And I love that part. Before. I love that part. And I look at everybody else, and I see everybody else being a little nervous and being a wreck there, too. And I'm like, all right, it it's everybody. It's everybody, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Auditions are horrible, man. I, I prefer tough. video auditions. How about you? Uh, yeah, but I have a hard time doing it, too. I have a hard time doing video auditions. I'll make a million of them before I send one. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, yes, I do. I, I like to... Because they're able yeah. to redo it. Like, yeah. I, I don't like that redo. Exactly. And they will never know. Exactly. We're coming at the end. Oh, that's uh, a shame. Yeah. I, 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 be a part two coming up. Definitely. I'm down. I, uh, this, I like, I like the vibe. I like the yes. flow of it. Um, so before I sign off, man, you want to give any special shout outs? Um, yeah. Shout out to... Uh, my first MMA gym, uh, Team No Ego. They're the ones that got it all started for me. I thank them for that. Right now I'm with uh, Top Notch MMA in Villa Park. Um, they do MMA and boxing. That's who I'm with right now. Shout out to Mac Ramos, who's my manager and coach over there. And um, also shout out to my agents, uh, Dream Team Talent in Chicago. Uh, Vilma's the best. Uh, thank you for all my auditions and a uh, big shout out to them. That's it. If you would like to get in contact with Chris Haney, you can search him on Facebook at Chris Bad Boy Haney. That's his professional athlete page. Chris Haney, actor slash comedian. That's his acting page. And on Instagram, Bad Boy 1313. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please make sure you hit that subscribe button to stay centered on all Indie Center podcast episodes. If you are an independent creator and have a story to share and want to have a sit down, please email me at indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com that's indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com if you have sponsorship inquiries i'd love to help local businesses please email me at indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com until next monday guys peace